Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Collector's Maze podcast. I'm here with Brandon 2K. I am Dat Nerd ADC. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing DC as a whole. But before DC we do. Coming soon, recently releases. Yes. And news of the week. Yes. So, depending on when you're hearing this, this may be new, old news, more new news, depending on when you're hearing this. But I want to start off this start off by talking about the news that Henny Cavill posted on Instagram. Saying I'm back, y'all. Superman is back. <laughs> it's still weird hearing him talk in his English accent. You always forget <laughs> when someone can eliminate that accent entirely and play an iconic role such as Superman. I have not seen Black Adam as of this recording, but that nerd ADC over there has beat me to the punch. We're going to try real hard not to spoil too much. But with Henry Cavill going on Instagram and telling everyone, I'm back as Superman, it's pretty <laughs> obvious he's in the Black Adam movie. He is. Yeah. yeah, but not, I'll leave it at that. I, one thing I did want to talk about was how does this affect the rumors that Henry Cavill was coming over to Marvel? I think that's a, I think that's squashed now. If that was true, I, I think Henry Cavill just got impatient. I think Henry Cavill is just, I'm not Kevin Feige. I'm not going to wait for you to make a decision. I got Superman over here and I know I have Superman over here. Yep. I'm going to go with the surefire thing. Absolutely. That doesn't mean he can't be in Marvel down the line. Um, there's been granted on a big scale, but there's been names that have done both DC and Marvel movies. Zachary Levi being one of them. Um, he's now Ryan Reynolds, (laughs) Uh, Ryan Reynolds being a big one, being green lantern and then Deadpool, Zachary Levi, who was in the Thor movie. And now he says, I am in the DC universe. So you can never say never on actors switching brands, but it sounds like he's at least loyal to DC for the first Super I think it's completely squashed. I don't think he'll ever make that cross back over to Marvel. The thing about the Ryan Reynolds DC appearance in Green Lantern is it was a long time after. Yeah. Reynolds was pretty young in his career when he was when he did Green Lantern. Deadpool is now his baby, especially with the announcement of Hugh, Jack, Hugh Jackman coming back. The other, Zachary Levi, it was a small bit part to a main character role. Sure. You can't be Superman. And who, what role did you have, Henry Cavill, rumored to? Captain Britain. Captain Britain? Okay. So second fiddle, third canary to the what if that we saw in Multiverse of Madness, Captain Britain, Peggy Carter. And then we also have Captain America, who is retired. He would be playing second fiddle to my boy, the Falcon being Captain America, as much as I want him to be a main character or Wonder Man. These are all B-tier Marvel. I don't see him going from Superman to B-tier Marvel. Uh, All moves from, even within the Marvel Universe, from the Human Torch, Chris Evans, to Captain America, Chris Evans, it took a long time. And I feel like by the time we're ready for him to be in Marvel, he's going to be either too old or the parts can be given out already to be honest because marvel's moving quickly with their stuff because dc is moving slow i just don't see the return for for henry cavill to marvel at all no i think you're right if anything i think he'll go over to the bond franchise he'll be our our next bond as a very astute one i like that i like that a lot so Um, that's the current news out there right now let's talk about some upcoming stuff what is the one movie and the D- actually, well, well, I'll give you four. I'll give you four because there's a lot actually for once 
DC is getting ready to ramp up. There's going to be quite a few movies released in the next about, I'd say, three years. Mm-hmm. So give me your top four, Adrian. Top four. I'm not going to go. My number one is in a particular order, but the other three could be interchangeable. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Shazam 2 because I really like the first one. Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods, I'm really looking forward to. I'm Does looking Black for- Adam make an appearance there, you think? I think he'll be in a stinger. I think I think he'll be in a in credit scene, or or because technically he was in the first one. Yeah, little hologram. No, I think he'll be in an in credit scene. I think we're really going into a new phase of DC that's led by The Rock. And I think The Rock has said in countless interviews, he's like, this is the new era of DC. And I the think new hierarchy of power is what he said too. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's because he knows something we don't. And I think it's because Seven Bucks Productions, his production company, and Harum Garcia and Dan and, and the, that gang is probably going to be taking over these uh, taking over DC films. Probably. A good chunk of it, I would agree with you. I don't think Warner Brothers is ready to let go of a piece of the, piece of the pie that big, but I think that they're going to have a big say in it, and that's mm-hmm. good news for moviegoers because The Rock knows how to put on an action movie. Yeah. So. I'm going to start with Shazam 2 Fury of the Gods, and I'll bounce over to you. We'll go back and forth. How does that sound? Sounds good. I will take Green Lantern Corps. I need me a Jon Stewart. Mm. I don't know who they're going to pull, but since Ryan Reynolds, Hal Jordan, I've been screaming for a Jon Stewart. And I don't care who it is, but I want a good Jon Jon Stewart story. I want Hal Jordan either there to mentor and hand over because I know there's a lot of storylines where they're both available in the same universe. I don't think we need that. I think we need a complete handover and I think they need to establish a new justice league and not just the main five or main four. I want old animated. Like when I saw Hawk, uh, Hawk guy or Hawk, or was it, is it Hawkman? Hawkman. Yeah. Hawkman. When I saw Hawkman in the trailers for Black Adam and Dr. Fate, I was sitting here going, Oh, Dr. Fate, man. I, oh, my goodness. I want, I've heard really good things about Pierce Brown into that. I already know. I'm ready. I want a 20 seat Justice League. I don't, that's my thing. And I want that League or Legion of Doom sitting there coming out. Of, we got a clip of that, didn't we? Black Manta, Alex, mm-hmm. and yeah, I want all of that. In the near future, uh, that I think that would be a direction, because that's one thing Marvel never really has, is True. a group of supervillains all working towards the same goal. And that's one thing I would say about DC over Marvel is DC tends to know how to do their villains. Marvel likes a lot of throwaway villains, where DC has depth to their villains in their movies usually. So I think that's one thing that they really strive in, and that, that's why I agree with you. Legion of Doom, they probably could do amazing things for it. They've already have some building blocks there, like you said, with Black Manta and Lex Luthor and Deathstroke. So it could be filthy. It could be filthy. And the from the releases I've seen, it's being set up technically. Mm-hmm. It's there. I don't know if they're actually going to it, but I know they shelved Justice League 2, which is a good idea if you're gonna bring in more characters. Because you can always get it off the shelf. They didn't cut it. They didn't say, hey, we're not doing this. They shelved it. Because you got black, like literally you had four big names. And a lot of people don't realize that it's four big names in that Black Adam movie. And all of them can play a part. And I think Green Lantern Corps is a good way to start getting into that. 
Shazam 2 is another way to get into that more. I watch a lot of DC animated and I like Shazam's role within the Justice League. And I think that's a good way to go into. And they hinted at it a little bit. I want to see the Injustice storyline. Nice, yeah. But we need a great... It'd be a good way to get Amy Adams out of the franchise. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry. The very I, always got, I always got some tea to say on here. <laughs> I always got something scandalous to say. But Amy Adams is an excellent actress. Do not get me wrong. She's flat as Lois Lane, and she does. she is a very nice magnet of Henry Cavill's love. Like it's a very, like she's a great like receiver. She broke out a little bit with the Zack or the, the, with the Zack Snyder justice league a little bit. It, it would be a great end to that Lois for her to die in order to establish this injustice because then she could say, I started Superman going crazy. I think that all of this is setting up really nicely to the injustice. It doesn't quite have to go as far as doomsday crazy Superman jumping Batman from behind while he's working with Joker and stuff like that. Like that was an extreme scenario. He doesn't change the climate of the earth. Come on. Um, I would like to see a little bit of the injustice things come into play, but that involves bringing in all of these characters that are coming in. But I have taken up entirely too much time. What's your number two release? No, I'm loving it. I agree. I'm a hashtag kill Lois Lane. I'm a hashtag murder. My number two, I'm going to have to go with, like I said, this is no particular order because I'm saving my number one. I want to talk about my number one so bad right now. But I'm going to go with um, the Blue Beetle movie. Yes. I am a fan of the character. I'm all about rep I'm all about representation. And I think, and I'll get more into this when I get into my number one, but I think... DC is a massive, they're in a place right now where they really need a hard reset. And I think as far as the Justice League lineup, as far as the Justice League goes, as far as like these building blocks to future movies. And I think you go, I think you start going Young Justice. And I think you start bringing in these like young blood, like Sazam and Blue Beetle, put him on the team, those type of things. I think you don't get away from the Trinity, but you start putting the spotlight on lesser known heroes. And I think Blue Beetle can also be C's answer to Spider-Man as far as that young representation. I agree. My issue is I felt like they pushed and rushed Cyborg so hard in the Justice League show. <laughs> I hope they don't do that with Blue Beetle. With him getting a standalone movie without being in part of the Justice League thing, that helps. Cyborg basically had a 15 minute origin story on Justice League. And I was like, it was just, it, it felt super rushed. We don't get much of his backstory except, oh, he played football and he was conflicted. And the, I've also heard they canceled the, the Cyborg movie as well. So I feel like Blue Beetle, Titans season four coming is my, okay, is my number two, to be honest. I'm really excited for that just so I can see more. And if they, and I heard there's an, I'm, I'm going on. Like it all is about to be so connected that we blood, man. As soon as we get into one character, I want to be jumping into the next one because I'm thinking Blue Beetle, Nightwing, Beast Boy, Raven. Raven is an underutilized character in movies. Abuse her in TV shows. Starfire. Star. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. <laughs> no. We're getting like mafia style vibes from the alien kingdom. Like. I don't know about all that. But yes, they all of these characters technically could be standalone movies or standalone six episode origin stories. Yeah. Just to get their stories out, just like they did with Daredevil, and he's gonna get another series. But tell me he didn't just appear in No Way Home. Yep. Tell me he didn't just appear in Shiok. Gonna appear, he's gonna appear in Echo. Gonna appear in Echo. These TV series shows. TV series based characters can be introduced in a television show and then put into the extended universe very easily. And how many platforms WB have to put those out? A lot, especially now. Now Especially now. HBO Max is prime real estate right now. And all Discovery's platforms too. Discovery's students... So. Like, you know how the Avengers assembled or assembled, like they have the behind the scenes stuff? Yeah. Where is the WB version stuff of that? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> exactly. I feel like DC has been so lazy for so long that every single one of these movies better hit or they're going to stay behind. And that's what I'm saying. And they have such a huge. I know we're going off on tangent here, but hey, I, think it's, I, I think it's warranted. Yeah. DC has such a massive catalog. I would dare to say that's more grounded and more. That's what I want to use. Uh, TV and video, a uh, video available. Like it, they could do it without too much fantasy stuff. Like too, not right. too much CSI or CSI, well, CGI and green screen, blue screen stuff. And I get that. And I get that you have your Trinity. I get you have Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. And they're, but they've never figured it out. It's always been. With the Batman, especially, they, they nobody wants to do it for more than three movies. So, I think they have the ability and the framework to do everything. You're right; they have so much in the comic book lore that they could expand on and go into. Mm-hmm. They could put out a series once a month and not even touch half the stuff. But then everybody's available. Yeah, if they build up that roster. I'm telling you. <laughs> If they would do live action Justice League movies, just like they're doing like these animated ones, and just like, pew, Justice League does this, pew, Justice League does that, people would go. Especially if you're using new characters that people haven't seen, except for your TV series that you put out that was brought you a million subscribers and 500,000 people watched it every day. <sighs> I need to be a TV producer. I need to be, I'd call me. I make you money. All the monies. Yeah, the monies. <laughs> but, but literally, I, I understand it costs money to do all these things. But tell me, Warner Brother doesn't have money to just be cut, like spending a million dollars on a movie and then saying, "Oh, I don't like it." Cut. That's what they did to Batgirl. That's what they did to how, like. I would say they've canceled over eighty movies in twenty years easily. Batgirl was finished, wrapped, done, and they were like, "No, we're not putting it out there." Michael Keaton's so sad about it too. That's the thing. You bring back Michael Keaton. He's supposed to be supposed to appear. He's supposed to appear in Batgirl, The Flash, and oh. something else. And you cut Batgirl, and then from what I heard, they rewrote The Flash so he doesn't. He his role is lessened now. It's just like you and it's like you bring him back and pay him all that money. He's probably not mad about it because he got his money either way. But I'm just saying, like, why? 
Because what? people with money. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> just light on fire and throw it away. Speaking of the Flash movie, I think we were we're both excited for it. That's my number one, by the way. That's <sighs> okay. We'll wait to talk about it then. <laughs> number three for me, and then we'll jump back over to you. Justice League Dark. I like it. Yeah, for sure. This property I am very excited about. I love Justice League Dark. Are they bringing? Is this is this is where Keanu is playing? Correct. That hasn't been confirmed <gasps> as far as. Then I want it. <laughs> Never mind. Take it off the list. If you don't confirm Keanu Reeves for your Justice League Dark movie, I'm telling you right now it's a flop. No matter who else you put in it, I don't care if you get The Rock. If you get The Rock, Kevin Hart, I don't know who's even popping right now. Anybody, and you don't bring back the John Constantine. I don't want it. It's a really great story. I could watch the animated version and be perfectly happy, though. What about Matt Ryan? No. People love him as Constantine. Don't care. <laughs> but no, I see it. My Constantine's not blonde and no. <laughs> For if, if you're going to make a major motion picture of the character that based, of the guy that. <laughs> That movie, that 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 in the Blade movie. Oh, don't get me started on the Blade movie. So much going wrong. So much going wrong with that movie. Ugh. We're in the DC verse. Well, my <laughs> lighters were up. Mahershala, I'm sorry. No. Anyway, but no. If you're gonna have a major motion picture, if WB releases this movie without getting Keanu on board for this movie, like confirmed, telling everyone he's gonna be there and showing him. Woof, woof, <laughs> no, if he's not in the trailers, I don't want it. And that's this is no, I agree with you. They've said that they're making Constantine too. Connor Reeves have said that he's they're doing it. Yes. So to me, if you're getting him to do Constantine too, then you sign him on for multiple pictures, and he's your Constantine. And Constantine can also he's one of those characters that can show up in other movies. He's like your linchpin in between Justice League Dark and the and just he's interacted with the Justice League on several occasions. He's interacted with Batman on several occasions. So I think he can really I wouldn't be surprised if he appears as an end credit scene or in a future DC movie like uh Bat Batman two or a Batman movie or whatever. I could see Constantine easily showing up. He's and you're right, it has to be Connor Reeves. You're right. It has to be. There's no, I, and especially if you're doing a Justice League movie. As long as he doesn't show up looking like John Wick, because so far, my big problem with Kyle Reeves is everything he's done since John Wick, he looks like John Wick, and I can't separate like shave or something. Come on, like he. I think I. I don't know if they did or not for the Matrix movie. I think they CGI'd his hair out. Then he was looking like John Wick in the, the recent Matrix movie. Not when he's off. Not when he's on the ship. Not when he's out of the matrix. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's just one of those things where, and he, he cause he could look like that. <laughs> it's not his fault that John Wick's got that iconic look to him, and then he just matches perfectly, just like he does with Revan. We're not going Star Wars. Star Wars Eclipse is coming out. Oh yeah, when? Three years. I want him to be like he was in the first Constantine. Like I don't want the John Wick look. I want the. Clean shaven Connor Reeves. Smoking cigarettes. Constantine. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on there. But <laughs> if they don't put if they don't put him in in general, I want a CGI one with his voice. <laughs> All right, you're number three. Number three. Number three for me. I'm gonna go a little bit outside the DC EU because it's a DC project that I'm excited about, and that's and that's Joker two. I really am a, I was a really huge fan of the first Joker, and and one that's tied with that is the, the Batman two, like Matt Reeves' second Batman movie, because I think both movies, if they were going to do a hard reset, you could take either of those movies and build out a new universe, especially the Batman. Matt, what Matt Reeves said with the Batman, you could use that Robert Pattinson's Batman as a new building block for a new Wonder Woman, for a new Aquaman, for a new Superman, for a new etc. His the framework that Matt Reeves did with the Batman was amazing, in my opinion. I agree with you, but I don't think they'll build out of it. I don't think they will either. That's wishful thinking for me, but I would love if they did. It would be a different style, and they'd have to get Matt Reeves or a Matt Reeves like equivalent to direct all of those and that mm -hmm. gets expensive because warner brothers loves to bring in directors that don't really they bring in some decent but they're not marvel where they bring in taika and us and everyone like like they're not that style what they'll do is they'll find someone who's got some talent and then all of a sudden they direct the masterpiece and they're like <gasps> or they hire somebody that's got a decent name and it just yeah or they the company themselves just blows it out of the water Zack snyder is probably never going to work from uh, WB ever again. Oh, I, I bet you're right. I wouldn't doubt it. But big, big directors don't like when the production company walks in and says, hey, do this, hey, do that, hey, do this, hey, do that. And Matt Reese has said he sees this movie as a standalone. He doesn't, he's not interested in a big cinematic universe. But I think there's ways that you can let Matt Reeves do what he wants to do in the Batverse. Can incorporate. And still... And you, you can even say recast Batman and be like Robert Pattinson was a younger version of that Batman. So you can take what Matt Reeves did. I don't, it's not going to happen. The same, this is what I want to happen. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> and, but you could easily, you could easily do that. And I think, especially as Superman in that Matt Reeves verse that Matt Reeves has set up, like a ground, more grounded Superman in that Matt Reeves style, I think would be awesome. The fly when you gotta, not cause you can Superman. Right. Yep. Because that, that's not just limited to those powers. That is my assessment of the Henry Cavill. Like, he just, eh, gone. But having, I want to see super like Superman for president, Superman for congressman or something like that. That type of thing where he has the power. That I want to mm -hmm. see more of that alien intellect that he has be incorporated into that. I, I see, And I think that's the right kind of universe for that. Yeah, I think the reason he said he's not going to do any more extended universe type things like that is because he knows what's going to happen. If he goes, y'all yeah, sign up for 30 movies. Oh, <laughs> I'm two in and I regret this decision already. Like that's one thing with WB is they love to just do them. They're like, we're WB. We've been doing this for years. We know what we're doing. So it's unfortunate that WB likes to do that, but I completely agree. If they would do a more like real life version, like think like, the boys dc version yeah like, exactly but not obviously not the blood and gore and stuff like that but just like real people with superpowers not like, just we only see them in their suit i'm forever indebted to matt reese because my one of my favorite villains is the riddler 
And I wanted the Riddler to be redeemed for so many years because all I had in my head was Jim Carrey's Riddler. And that needed to be redeemed. No so <laughs> and that needed to be redeemed so bad because yep. the Riddler is not that. And I really love the Riddler and the Batman. And Paul Dano killed it as the Riddler, in my opinion. So I'd agree with that. I'd agree. So what's your number four? The Flash, if they get rid of Ezra Miller. Give me Grant. He's ready. He's been after it. But I think they think it's, it'll have to be a continuation of, of the TV series. Yeah. My, my, my number four, most anticipated, is The Flash as well. And it's... And the reason for this one, uh, I'm, this is the last time we're going to see Ezra Miller as the Flash. The only reason they didn't uh, recast him is because they're too far into this. By the end of the Flash, I wouldn't be surprised if we either have a stinger with a new actor because Flashpoint, you can do anything you want, or if they're if he like disintegrates or something, and then we get a new movie. Or they're they're going to do something where they're writing Ezra Miller out. So, I 100 agree with that. 100 agree. I think he's earned it. Yeah, I, if I never mention the name Ezra Miller again, I'll be f- it's so sad because first time I saw him was uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower, and that was a great movie. But like all the bit pieces we'd see him, and it's I'm probably gonna catch flack for saying this, but it, they only cast him as a flamboyantly gay man. It's how it goes with this, and I don't I don't want to hear like, like gay people can't play straight people. It's not that. It's the Flash as a person is a snarky, sarcastic jerk most of the time, or a super intelligent, nerdy, quirky guy. They were combining different flashes and Ezra Miller's take. D- no. Yeah, because you had he had some Barry tendencies and he had some Wally tendencies, and, and then he had some Zoom tendencies apparently. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> I, I understand for the sake of a character to take the compilation of a character and put him in. But when has that ever worked for DC? They threw every bit of a Batman into Val Kilmer and George Clooney and what happened there. We got bat nipples. Uh, <laughs> bat credit card. <laughs> bat credit card. We got <laughs> super serious. It's Edward E. Nigma. And we have party. No. <laughs> you. That's why, those, that's why those movies didn't work. Ben Affleck shocked us all as Batman because he brought his brooding... He acted like his dad. Like he, he, he brought the brooding Batman that everybody loved. That's why he's getting back into Batman too because there's nobody able to do that right now. If they do Batman Beyond live action, it's proof that WB just doesn't care about making money. They've proved it multiple times by... If, if you're going to give a compilation character, especially one like The Flash, you should have not multiple versions of Ezra Miller. You have literally five versions of The Flash that are alive right now. Yeah. Five. John Wesley Ship, Grant, and then. <laughs> they're there. You can use them, and then you can use them to establish that character and say that they can buy. I, I understand that. But you can't just come out of the gate and be... Goofy, like, oh, they left? Huh, that's weird. Rude. And then uh, I gotta go faster than I've ever gone before. I gotta go. F- no, that's a- I love Ezra Miller as an actor, and this is at no point an indictment on his sexuality affecting his acting. It's bit parts combined into a character and someone who would annihilate a solo track 
of a character instead of having multiple compilations into one character. Yeah. It's you're you are hundred percent right. It's Barry Wally and Reverse Kid and Zoom all mixed into one. Yeah. Like I even got some Justice Society of America vibes out of him a little bit. Like why are we knock? Why are we knocking on the th- like Jay Gardner? Yeah. No, I think Ezra Miller could have done this role if it was a singular focus. I'm hoping that we see that the reason the split per- the split personality is happening, which would make sense, is that he's been running so much and he's been getting pieces of the Speed Force from other people. Mm. I think that when they run in the Speed Force, they're all in there together. If they're if one person's running in the Speed Force, somebody else is running in the Speed Force too. And that would make sense for that. But that's a deeper version of things. And we see three versions of Ezra there. But for this to work, I'm going to need to see everybody. The one thing that, the main thing that has me excited about the Flash, this Flashpoint movie, the Flash movie, is one, a couple of things. Andy Muschietti directing, the director, the director of It. Yeah. I, think, I think he, that's interesting to me. Very interesting. With a horror film background and a concept like Flashpoint, I think it's going to be really cool. I'm also excited because, like I mentioned from the get, like Flashpoint, you can do a lot with it. You can do anything you want with it. And if they're looking to reset at all or recast or do anything with the universe, it starts here. It starts here because you can erase anybody you want. And you can, this movie can erase any movie they want. They could say anything's not canon after this movie and it'd be fine because Flashpoint, that's what Flashpoint is. It's about changing the timeline. So I, to me, I think out of all the movies on the DC slate, the, if they're smart about it, this is probably the most important one. It could definitely pack a punch, but it's also what scares me the most about this movie is there's so much responsibility in the balance with this one movie. This is a chance for a horror director to break out and start doing other stuff too. This will not be a horror movie. This will be a very well told story movie and it's gotta be. One thing horror directors do very well. We can go back to Guillermo del Toro for a couple of action movies that he did is they tell a story. Yeah. And without that story, it's not as scary. With this story, it won't have as big of an impact if it's not well done. And them picking up the director from It is a very good sign. But he's had to deal with Ezra Miller. And he has to carry that whole movie because you're right. It can wipe out people. It could bring in people, whatever. But at the center of it all, who is it? It's Ezra. And the the press... The press of this movie is going to be what it's going to be. I feel bad for Andy Muschietti and the rest of the cast because he this shouldn't movie, show up to a single presser. If he does, I'll be. This movie, I think it's bad. Yeah, this movie is going to have has such a cloud over it, and an argument can be made, and it could be a just argument that outside of our space, we talk about this stuff. People who listen to this podcast talk about this stuff. But to the general movie movie going audience, do people know what's going on with Ezra Miller? Maybe not. Oh, no, they don't know what he's doing. They, it's all over TMZ and E News Network. The people who watch the Kardashians and stuff like that are still getting snippets of Ezra Miller doing what he's doing. But I will tell you this: now the good thing of bringing it up, 
I haven't seen anything about him probably, and there's no recent news about it. And not, I haven't heard anything really about the movie either. Have you? No. And I think that's because they're trying to figure out how to handle this. Because I think you're right. The one, they put too much into this movie to shelve it. It's coming out. They're not going to shelve it. It's, com- it's coming out. Yep. But the press tour, do you put Ezra Moore on it? And I say no. I think they put Jeffrey Dahmer on a, on a, on his documentary panel. Like, why would no? I think. Clip. <laughs> I think no, don't quote me. Don't at me. No, they're going to put more focus on Michael Keaton, probably. I 100 um, percent agree that, and also the action directorial debut for this guy. I think they really need to heavily put a focus on Andy the Mesquite. director. Yes, yeah, I think also Sasha Kale, who's going to be a Supergirl. I think. She'll probably go back to representation. I think they're going to be having her on the carpets and in interviews talking about Supergirl. I think Michael Keaton, I see those people doing press, but I think they're going to tell Ezra Miller to go into a hotel room and not come out. I think they'll have video recorded of him. They can't stop him from asking those people those questions, though. And they've got to have really good answers of how it was filming with oh, him. Oh, yeah, they're going to. Yeah, I, Fallon, Kimmel, all those shows, I'm pretty sure they're going to have. No, Here's the thing about that, though. They, the questions are highly controlled with that type of situation. And I think that's um, what they're going to do. Highly, control, they're, they're, highly controlled environments. And that's Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, that's going to be the late shows and the editing. And the. I don't think there will be one live appearance by Ezra. I'll be really shocked. I think those are going to be some pre-recorded interviews. They're not going to champion him at all. He won't even be at the premiere, I don't think. I think they'll just have to show up. You think they they think they will show up? You think Ezra will show up at the premiere? I don't think he'll be at very many pressers. They because there there's going to be protesters at all of these. By the way, yes. Just fair warning, DC WB folks, you will have droves of people protesting this movie just, just because of Ezra. Yes, and and that's the thing. It's this weird space, man, because. It's not Andy's, Andy Muscay's fault. It's not Michael Keaton's fault. It's not Sosa Kelly's fault. It's not Affleck's fault. I heard uh, he has his parents in The Flash. It's not any of these people's fault. And, and from um, everything I'm hearing, everything I'm reading, this movie is scoring very high. People are saying it's going to probably be one of the highest um, movies, grossing movies for DC. DC probably gonna, has a chance to be a billion-dollar movie. The timing of it being released is also good because there's nothing really coming out between probably four to six months between it. What's the date? It's 20, 2024. Let me double check here. Twenty twenty three. Oh, okay. Six twenty three. Okay. Hold on. And then BC release dates. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah, the movie before it is Aquaman. Okay. March seventeenth, awesome. and there's nothing after it. So, right, so the way this goes, it goes: DC League of Super Pets, Black Adam, Shazam is the end of this year. Aquaman, March seventeenth, twenty twenty three, and then Flash, twenty twenty three, June. So it's the summer. It's their summer release, so they're not going to release anything probably until September and. March is the only thing before it. 
So it's going to, I think it's going to be a 12 week run to maximize the revenue for it because there's nothing else coming. And the fact that there's nothing else coming that even further in my mind tells me that they're planning this movie to be some sort of DC reset. Yep. Because it's uh, the, the last movie coming out for on the DC slate, right? Yep. So I'm pretty sure that by the end of the flash, we have a totally different DC universe. Yeah. The only thing that got moved. So they moved, they gave Aquaman Wonka's original release date, March 17th, and they moved Wonka down to December of 2023. And then they're releasing the Meg is the only other summer movie that's coming out. The Meg 2. The Trench is the only other WB film coming out in the summer. So they're eggs in basket. They're putting a lot into the flash. And I think you're right. If as somebody who, you know, does it does a little bit of PR, you know what I mean? I think you're right. You're right on the money. They're going to put the focus on the director and they're going to put the focus on the, the cast around them. The appearances, the cameo, the possible shock value that you can get from coming and being surprised at the movies for once. One thing that, that DC is good at, and that is at throwing a surprise here and there. Cause I, 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 as a person who have seen, who has seen black Adam, was there a shock pop? There was, yes. Yeah. That's how DC does it. They have at least one major shock pop in their film to make everybody go. Cause they're not going to, and they're not, nobody's going to leak it. Now, the Superman appearance, everybody knew about, obviously. I'm assuming the shock pop is probably a little unpredictable. Yeah. Nice um, nice to see, but didn't expect it. Yeah, or I would say I'll say, I say they well. I'll say they set something up. They set something up that you're expecting you, you don't know who you're expecting, but you're about to expect somebody. Got you. That sounds good. Yeah. Got you. All right. So list them off again. List your four. So I went with no particular order. Yep. I went with Blue Beetle. Yep. Joker 2 and the Batman tied. Yep. yep. The Flash. And um I already forgot my other one. <laughs> so all this mine off. Justice League Dark, Green Lantern Core. Forgot it too. I went with Flash for the third one. Just or just for the fourth one because obviously. Rewind that back, guys. Rewind that back. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. So these are the ones to look forward to. A lot of releases from DC coming in the next probably 18 months from now, right? Yes. And and we would we are gonna be uh, covering all the news when it happens or once we That's when it. we get to it in our next episode. So if anything drops between now and then, you you'll hear our opinions on that our opinions on it then. Absolutely. And remember, guys, this isn't just a nerd. And Geek Podcast is a community. Make sure you interact in those comments. Let us know what you want to see. We'll be tweeting these out as well. Our uh, social media, Twitter, X, Brandon2KX. And then we also have DatNerdADC on Twitter. We'll be posting, retweeting, and all that. Making sure you guys get all the news and fun information from anything and everything nerd and geek related that's comic books that's gaming make sure you check out other episodes because we're talking about everything you guys want to hear about until next time later guys later guys keep it nerdy